0: Hello and welcome to Sobercast, where we provide AA speaker meetings and workshops in podcast format. We're an ad-free podcast, and if you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by visiting sobercast.com, look for the donate link, and drop a dollar or two into our virtual basket. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Have a great day. Good evening, everybody. Happy to be here. My name's Christian. I'm an alcoholic. Um uh my Data sobriety is January 26, two thousand nine. Um, I want to actually, before I get into this, I want to thank Larry for asking me to speak. I want to thank the um, people that run the facility, open it up, open it up to us, and um, welcome the newcomers and the, those that took tokens. Um, yeah. So uh, I. Uh, my grandmother um, i have alcoholism pretty deep in my family. My grandmother died at uh, forty five years old of alcoholism um, drank herself to death um, My mom tells a story of uh of her dropping off the um, dropping off the rent money they lived off september street in uh by bay park and um she dropped off the rent money and that was the last time my mom saw her, you know, and 45 years old drank herself to death. And, um, so, uh, and then my, my, my dad's folks, uh, similar, similar deal. They both, um, they both were just drank pretty much till they, their health issues. Um, you know, they, they both succumbed to that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so, uh, it's pretty something that I have to, uh, deal with, you know, uh, or something that, you know, we're, our whole family's dealt with. Um, so I was raised in uh, Redding, California. I was born in Redding, California, and um uh lived there till I was about 5 years old and then we moved down um to help take care of my great-grandmother off of Zion Street right here and um then from there we went to Encinitas and then to Vista. So I did I was basically raised in Vista, California and uh went stayed there and um, so, you know, my memories of growing up were, were pretty good. I had, uh, you know, pretty good childhood. Uh, don't have any thing that, that struck out, you know, that like, you know, that was, that was too traumatic. Um, but, uh, I think, um, first time I ever took a drink, I was 14 years old. We had stolen a bottle of Tangeray gin from, uh, Food for Less right there off of, uh, Vista, Vista Village, um, nasty stuff, man, you know, and, um. Uh, I was uh, probably about 14 years old, you know, and, and, um, you know, we, and we basically drank it till, you know, we were just, you know, out of it, you know, I was throwing, uh, grabbing the, the toilet, you know, and, and, um, uh, then there was a couple other times, I can't remember exactly when I, at a young age, you know, and partook of dry goods and things of like that nature, and, um, uh, and then, you know, so what happened was, uh, also a big part of my story is I was raised Jehovah's witness um and uh you know my dad wasn't really practicing what right when I was in my early teen years and and when he um uh my mom funny story my mom actually caught him smoking cigarettes you know by by a library in vista and you know that was a cardinal sin you know and and so he 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 turned the corner and he came back to the 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 faith and and then started in you know, putting all these rules on me, you know, and and um, didn't have a very good connection with my father. Um, he, he was in Vietnam. I think he was really suffering from PTSD, probably still suffers from it. He's pretty much a salty old man, you know, and um, so I, uh, as I recall, you know, I rebelled, you know, I was like, I didn't, you know, I was like, I, I don't, why am I doing all these rules? I don't have any connection with you. I didn't feel the love. And the one thing, a common theme in my story is that you know, my folks weren't, they weren't shown love, right, and so they weren't able to show me how to how to love, you know, and, and that was one of the things that definitely struck a chord with me, my self-image, my self-esteem, my confidence were just at an all-time low, you know, as in my adolescent years, and so I was seeking the approval of other people, and, um, you know, and, and it put me in a lot of bad positions, you know, um, and uh, in high school, it was, uh, you know, we were checking out, we were, you know, uh, always had something green with me, you know, and always we, we were, we were ditching and we were stealing bottles and, and doing runouts and all that kind of stuff, you know, and, and, um, uh, you know, I guess what teenagers do, (laughs) you know, but so what happened was, uh, um, I, uh, trying to recall here, um after high school, I, I I graduated, but I didn't walk, you know, I was, I was just so, I was so low with myself that I just didn't even go. We were just, we just basically ditched the graduation walk, you know, and I passed with C's cheating off of other people. And I was just, you know, I was, I was a graffiti artist, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I was, I was seeking all the approval in all the wrong places really is what I was doing, you know, because of having that lack of love and, and, and I just didn't love myself, you know, and I remember I just was to touch on it. I think my freshman year when I walked into that, that high school, I felt just completely alone, you know, because I was supposed to be different being raised a certain way. We were supposed to be different, you know, and this or that, and and um, and then also just with the way I felt about myself too. Those two things coupled together made it a pretty, pretty good firestorm, you know. Um, and uh, so I graduated high school and... Uh, um you know, I decided, Hey, I'm not going to, I don't want to go to this Bible study. I want to go do my own thing. I told my folks and they were, they were really pushing me on that. And they're like, you know what? You're going to have to do that if you're going to live under this roof. So as 18 years old, it was like, boom, you got to go, you know, we're not helping you. We're not taking care of you, you know, and that hurt too already with the way I felt. Um, so, uh, ended up getting a place in Carlsbad and, um, uh, and, um, uh, you know, it was off and running, you know, it was just like, do, do whatever you want. You know, we were doing whatever somebody had, we were doing, we were, you know, we were drinking, you know, we were, we were just going, going crazy. We were animals, you know? And, um, uh, it, it was, it got me to a place of, of pain, you know, it got me to a place where I was hurting and I, I I said, you know, I want to come back. I think it was just one year of, of, of partying and, and, and just going to where, you know, it was basically, ended up where nobody cared, you know, about me. And so I I asked my folks to come back. I I went back and lived with them for a little bit. And, um, they, uh, you know, I, I, at some point I decided, Hey, I'm going to get baptized. You know, I want to, I want to do a better, I want to do better, you know, and, and one of the things about my witness friends is, you know, what we like to do, they like to drink, <laughs> you know, and so I wasn't doing any, I wasn't, I was drinking, you know, is what I was doing again. And, uh, I tell this other story, basically, you know, one of the house parties we went to, um, you know, I, we were, we were started drinking. I thought I was going to impress this girl, you know, had four or five, six, and everybody goes like, Hey, where's Christian, you know? And, and, um, uh, you know, and I, they're looking around, they couldn't find me in the house, you know, they go out to the front driveway and this is just to describe kind of where I go, you know, I had ended up in the gutter, you know, next to the curb with, you know, throw up next to my, you know, my mouth laying on the, on the, you know, right in the gutter, you know, and on the other side of a car and they, they were taking pictures of me, you know, and, and, and that was a common thread really even you know, in my early twenties, it was just like, we would go Friday, Saturday night, no matter what happened, that's what we were doing. We were drinking, you know? And, and I, um, I, I just, I was, I would be like, Hey, you know, want a shot. Yeah. Another shot, another shot, another shot, you know, until I was just basically somebody had to take care of me. And I had a couple friends actually then that, that did, they babysat me, you know? Um, and, or put me in a somewhere where I could lay down, you know? And, and What that led to was that, uh, at some point, the decisions I made, I moved to Hawaii for a little bit, made some other decisions that weren't too, too good over there. And, um, and what happened is they, they basically, they kicked me out of the Bible study, you know, and that was really hard because at the time that was my, my main support group, you know, and, and I didn't really know where else to go. Um, and that was in my early, early twenties. And, um, what happened was I, uh, um, you know, I, I, I was, I was hurting from that. And, and, um, you know, I, I moved into an apartment off of, uh, Vista village over there. And, and, um, you know, and that's when it, when it really got really dark, you know, we, we, it just, it got worse and worse and the desperation and the pain, you know, and, and the things that I was doing and we were distributing dry goods, you know, we were just doing all sorts of stuff, you know, and drinking. And that was what, what it was about at that time. Um, and, uh, you know, a year or two later, got remorseful again, said, hey, I, you know, I, I want to change my life, you know. <laughs> I want to go back. I want to come back, you know. And, and so I went back. And another common theme to this, my story, is that, you know what, Th- that wasn't the answer for me. Going back to the Bible study for me wasn't the answer. It didn't help me with my my alcoholism, you know. Um I went back um and you know what? I was basically like a I was like a kindling, you know, I was I was basically so dry at seven months, you know, I'd white knuckled it, they had accepted me back in the Bible study, but I just I couldn't hack it, you know, and, and another time tried to impress a girl and they said, You are not drinking? And um, you know, and I said, Yeah, you know, I guess I am drinking, you know, and, and I took a shot and I was off and running from there, you know, and that was probably I was around twenty-five years old. And, um, I got kicked out again from the Bible study, you know, and, and this time, this time it was really bad, you know, it was really, <laughs> you know, I, 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 uh, I filled the bar stool for, for many years, you know, um, the, the pain and the desperation, um, just got so great to the point where I didn't have any human contact with anybody for a long time, you know, and, and I held up in my apartment And, you know, to the point where I was convulsing in the bathroom and just, just basically dying, you know, I was killing myself, you know? Um, And uh, I I reached out to a friend um, that that directed me to a therapist. And um, this therapist was like, hey, you need to go to, you need to go to the AA, you need to go to meetings. And, um, you know, and and I, what I was, I was like, you know what, I don't need to go to AA. You know, I got it. I got a job. I got my contractor's license. You know, I have, uh, uh, I have an apartment, you know, I was judging the whole time. And what, what happened is I, I said, you know what, I'm going to go because I, I was stuck in this vicious cycle where I just kept, I kept checking out, you know, I had no other, um, I had no other, I didn't have any coping skills, you know, and I was using those things to cope with, uh, with the way I was feeling about myself. And, um, what I, what I did is I, I went to this meeting off the of Hill street in Oce- in Oceanside and i walked into that meeting and um something really kind of magical happened at that point because i was i was i was felt all alone in my head for so many years and i didn't relate i didn't know where to go what to do and 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 i'm sitting across the room and there's this this guy that shares and he was talking about being in and out of the pen and he was probably 20 years older than me and when he shared it was all the thoughts that I had had for all these years about who I was and no, and I didn't relate and nobody, you know, nobody saw, you know, nobody knew how, what it was like and what I was going through. And, and, you know, I got goosebumps right at that moment, you know, and there was this little glimmer of hope, like the clouds had broken a little bit, you know, that, 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 that there was hope for me, you know, that maybe I was, I, I had a shot, you know, and, and, um, I asked that guy, I asked that man to sponsor me right there after that meeting. I said, you know, well, you, will you sponsor me? He said, you know what, Christian? Yeah. You know, I'll temporarily sponsor you till you find somebody else that maybe you, you know, you might jive with or relate to call me every day, you know? And, and at that point I did what he told me to do. I said, you know, okay, I'm going to call him. I started calling him every day and I started hitting meetings every day, uh, out, out there. And I was living in Oceanside at the time. And I had a little bit of money in the bank because being a contractor, I was able to, kind of float and I was able to get jobs and kind of hide, you know, <laughs> once I got the job, I would hide, you know, and, 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 say, okay, get the job done and not really talk to anybody. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I started hitting a lot of meetings. you know, and, and, um, uh, funny other little story here. So I was pretty lonely too, though. You know, I, 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 didn't, I didn't relate to a lot of people. I was going to the bar before and, and, and didn't have any support group. I've been disfellowship basically, you know, and so there was that whole, deal was cut off. And, and, um, so a uh, funny story, this is before all the apps and all that stuff. Um, I put an ad on Craigslist <laughs> to, to meet somebody, man, you know, that that's, this is kind of how bad it was, you know, like, Hey, do you want to get, you want to get coffee? You know, and <laughs> this is before all the Tinder and all this stuff, you know, um, my wife's here too. So this is going to be G rated, you know, um, <coughs> uh, and there's kids in the room you know um so i uh put an ad on craigslist and and this was this was god this was God working in my life right um what happened was uh what happened was i, I somebody very promptly answered that answered that ad you know and 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 it was this gal on the phone on the other line you know, and she says um i said uh Yeah. Hey, you know, I want to get some coffee. Oh, I'm down in San Diego. Well, I'm in Oceanside. What's your name? Oh, my name's Gloria. You know, and I said, okay, Gloria, you know, and then I said, uh, you know what, but I think I'm supposed to wait for like a year or something, you know? And she said, wait a minute, what are you talking about? You're supposed to wait a year, you know? And, and, and I said, I said, yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to these meetings and she said, um, what meetings are you going to? And I said, I'm going to AA, you know, and, and she said, oh my gosh, there's this bonfire meeting down at ocean beach, <laughs> you know? And it was like, bam, that was my first real God shot. You know, it was like, you know, wake up. Why are you, why are you in your own will? You know, I was in my own will at the time. And, um, and you know what? I went to that beach meeting that bonfire and you know what? And I saved that pit for like six months, you know? I chased it because, you know what, my disease took me down to TJ in the end, you know, and what I ended up is instead of ended up in a bathroom in TJ, I ended up in, at the, on the beach in OB saving a pit, you know, and eating some s'mores, and um, <laughs> it was good, you know what, but but it, it took a little bit of time because the way I describe it, I was kind of like a scared alley cat, you know, I, I, I was really, I couldn't even, I, I, you know, I couldn't even look at my own shadow and I was kind of just, you know, and, and, and it was really hard for me to accept love. You know, at that meeting, and they they went through my phone, and they and they deleted numbers. You know, and they were they were saying, "Hey, who's this? Who, who are you talking to? What are you doing?" You know, and it was it was really cool. They got up in my grill, you know, and and they and they loved me until I loved myself. There's a couple people that here, you know, and I, and I want to thank those that came and supported me tonight too. But there's a couple people from that meeting, you know, and and um, man, I was I was so beat up, you know, and and um, I was just a mess, and you know, and they they loved me. They love me until I love myself, you know, and they taught me they taught me those things that that I kind of missed out at one point you know along the way and um uh you know there was there was a there was a guy there at that meeting, and um this just kind of hit me in the last couple of years what what it was exactly he had that I wanted, you know what and and uh, his name was Jake, he was my first real sponsor, you know, and they were working hardcore steps, they were really doing the deal you know they were meeting once a week and they were reading and they were doing the whole deal. And, um, and he had the, he, what I figured out later, what it was is that he, he was comfortable in his own skin, you know, he was walking the walk. He wasn't just talking the talk, you know, it's like on page 18, you know, he was, he was a, the guide to a sponsor, you know, he was, he was doing the deal. And, and, you know, when I said at that time, I said, I want what that guy has, I didn't know what it was, you know, but, but what it was is he was comfortable with himself, you know, and he w- he was set at ease and, um, uh, I started going to that meet. And I asked him to sponsor me, and I and I called him every day for flipping nine months, you know, every day, and um and I and I drove all the way down to Lemon Grove or Spring Valley once a week for. uh probably three or four months, you know, we worked the steps pretty hardcore, you know, and we did the writing. We were doing the BBA at the time. I don't know if you're ever familiar with that, Book Book Awakening, and it was a lot of flipping writing, man. Um but you know what I needed that because idle hands, you know, I had a lot of time on my hands, you know, and I white knuckled it for a long time. I wish I would have um I wish I'd been able to go to a rehab or, or you know a facility and I, I didn't I didn't do that. But um so I white knuckled it for a long time but but I you know I did the uh I did everything they told me to do. You know, one thing Jake used to say, he said, take the cotton out of your, your ears and put it in your mouth. You know, I guess that's an old timer saying, you know, it goes a little differently, but, um, and that's what I did. You know, every, every course of the way he would tell me, no, that's not going to work. You know, no, that's not going to work. No, that's going to work. You know, cause left to my own devices, you know, I made some pretty death dealing de- decisions, you know? And, um, <clears throat> so I, uh, I did everything he told me to do, and um, you know, and, and um, at 10 months sober, I, I, I met my wife, Angela. <laughs> you know, she 13 stepped me, you know <laughs> I'm living in someone else's dream, no she <laughs> It's all good. I'm, I'm along for the ride, you know. But so a lot of the promises happened, you know. I, I did. I got comfortable with myself, and I kind of remember it vividly, like the weekend before I met her, you know, I went, to back, I went back to that apartment, you know, up there on Oceanside, and I did my fifth step with my sponsor, you know. I went back to that apartment, and, and one thing that I could really remember is that I could, I could sit in that apartment with myself, with the TV off, with it quiet, whether I'd be bored, Sad, happy. I was okay, you know. And it had been a long time since I'd been that way. It had been, you know, I was probably eight, ten, twelve years old, you know, when I could, when I, when I could do that. When I felt, when I felt that good, you know, the innocence had been gone for a long time. And, um, that's one of the things with the, with the steps, man, and AA and, 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 and getting connected in the spiritual connection and, and, and the the human connection and, and, and the help and the love, you know, I, that's what, that's what the, the fruits of the labor, that's what happened, you know, for me. Um, I felt good, you know, I felt really good. And, and the, the next week I met Angela, <laughs> I met my wife, you know, the next weekend, you know, and, and, um, so, uh, <clears throat> Kind of skipped, or I kind of need to skip back a little bit here. Um, You know, in the uh, what I wanted to tell you about what happened to how that turning point happened to. There's a part in the book that talks about the moment of clarity. You know, and 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 I had a moment of clarity. You know, we were sitting in a a Jetta with one of the guys I used to cop with. We were sitting in this Jetta up off of uh, Rancho Santa Fe road. And, um, you know, we, we, we got our, we got our stuff and, and, you know, we're sitting there and, and, you know, and I look over at him and he starts convulsing, you know, like a zombie, you know, doing what we do. And, um, uh, you know, I, I, there was this inner voice in my head, you know, and and it was another little God shot and this was right. This was right around the time I'd met that therapist. And, and what, what it said was, it said, Christian, you don't have to live this way anymore you know this is this isn't who this isn't you you know this is not this is not what this isn't how you were raised this is not your dreams this isn't your ambitions your goals you know and and it was just like kind of like just it was bam it was like a it was it was kind of a little bit like a burning bush or a bright light you know and and um i listened to that voice at that time i said you know what that was the that was one of the days that was and i had had some relapses after that but that was one of the days where i had had got that little skip in my step that I'm going to, I'm going to go back, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the meetings, you know, and, and cause I would, had been introduced a little bit. Um, so, uh, you know, and then another, another thing that, that stuck out to me was when I was <coughs> reading with my sponsor, the first or second time we read together, we were reading off of, off of, uh, Balboa Avenue at the Cocos we met over there. And, um, and we're reading the doctor's opinion, you know, and, and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to try this. And this was probably only a second or third time I met him. And it was another kind of goosebumps, you know, uh moment where in the doctor's opinion, opinion, it says, uh, one year prior, I'd met this man. He was a trembling, uh, nervous, despairing wreck. And, you know, you know, I met him a year later and he was a man brimming with self reliance and contentment. And I said, you know what? I could be that guy. I had that hope, that, that, that glimmer, that glimmer of hope came out, you know, at that point I said, you know what, I want to be that guy, you know, and that was, that's like my scripture, if you will, in the, in the big book is that, is that, that one, that one expert, ex, ex uh, that one, um, that one little, one little line right there, you know, is that I, um, uh, that I could be the guy with brimming with self-reliance and contentment because you know what, I was the trembling, nervous, despairing wreck for many, many years of my life. And, um. So, uh, you know, I, like I said, I met with him and, and I, and I did the, we started doing the deal and, and I kept with it, you know, and, and, um, you know, we lost some friends, you know, there was one of the guys in our step study and, and he didn't, he said he wasn't an alcoholic, you know, or he wasn't an addict. He wasn't, he wasn't like us, you know, and, and, you know, um, that he rested in peace, you know, Adam, you know, was one of my guys that was in the step group and, and he didn't make it, you know, um we lost a couple others, you know, from the bonfire, you know, and it started becoming really apparent to me, you know, that, that, um, this was a real deal, you know, that there was a, this was, this is life or death for me, um, you know, one day at a time, you know, and my therapist, one of the things that she said to me was that, you know, I need, you need to take it one minute at a time, you know, and, and, and that's how I started looking at life again, you know, just being right here in the moment and taking one minute at a time, you know, I try to do that as much as I can. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, you know, and then, and then there was the, then the other side of that after I got what, you know, after I was given this gift, um, you know, there there was the 12 step came along, right. And, and, and you know what that 12 step was, you know, and I, I, I went through those steps and, um, you know, admitted I was powerless, um, and, and, you know, I came to the 12th step and I was a little bit reserved by that. I didn't, I didn't want to do it because, um, you know, I I just didn't feel comfortable, you know, and, um, but I did, I have sponsored guys, um, you know, uh, been in a lot of privileged positions now, you know, one of my 12th step is I go into the federal prison down in union street and, um, it's, it's phenomenal, man. It's like, uh, when you sit in that room and you get in there and, and, you know, and they close the door and you're sitting there with guys with, with jumpsuits on, you know, it, it's it's a beautiful thing to be able to bring the message into the prison, you know, and, and um, so I, I try to give back now, um, you know, uh, given this gift. Um, yeah. Um, and also, so let me kind of winded already here. <laughs> um, no, I, I got to regroup here. Okay. Uh, so, you know what? Also, I'd like to share, you know, so I, I, at, at one year, two years, we were, we were digging in we were doing this stuff, right? As around two or three years, you know, I decided to go back to my Bible study, <laughs> you know, and, and what happened for me was, uh, you know, I, I don't, I have no judgment. I have, I try to have no resentment. I might have some resentment. I try not to have both, you know, I don't want to have either. You know, maybe there's a little bit of that still in there, right? But, um, uh, what happens is I stopped, I stopped going to meetings, you know, at three years, three, was it three, four years, two or three years stopped stop going to meetings, two years, stop, stop going to meetings, you know, and I started chasing money. You know, I was chasing this job up in Malibu. It was a house that was in the Walt Disney family. I thought I was going to be primo, you know, big big deal, you know, and it came in at like a $100,000 bid, you know, or $120,000 bid to do the siding on this house, you know, and then they call me, you know, I put all my eggs in the basket up there. And, um, the contractor, the the guy, that the investment, the guy on the house, the investor, he calls me and he says, um, Hey, I'm getting bids up here in LA for 60,000. You know, and that, and it, all my eggs were in that basket. I mean, not just my not just my financial eggs, but, but everything. Because you know what, I had turned into a workaholic. You know, and I was going to my Bible study; it was all good. You know, I was, I was going to my Bible study, and I was and I was working. And um, what happened was that I crashed and burned. You know, it turned into kindle- kindling. You know, I was dry again, and uh, it was just irritable. You know, restless, irritable, and discontent. You know, I was I was frustrated. I didn't know what to do. I, you know, and I was I, I was uh, lost. And and um, you know what? I, I think I stumbled back into a AA meeting at maybe three years. It was a Point Loma a step study meeting at six thirty on Thursday night. I I, I um. I stumbled in there and I was like, I didn't even want to be around the people, you know, and it was like, wow, full circle here. I was at the meeting and I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't really want to share, you know, I was kind of scared of the guys, you know, because I was, like I said, I was, I was just focusing on the, on the portfolio and the financial stuff. And, and, and I put that first and, um, you know what the hand of AA, they were there again, you know, It's my met my, my second real sponsor, Tom Belts. And, um, he, that's how he announces himself. So I can do that. Um, <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I met Tom, Tom and, and, you know, he reached his hand out and he said, you know what, Christian, you're well, you know, you're welcome home. You know, it was probably at year three and, um, we started doing the deal again there, you know, and, and you know what, all the promises came back again, you know, and I think, uh, we'd already had, I already had one child, my daughter, um, and then, uh um, you know, we, we, we had another at, at, I can't remember exactly what year, or what that was, but, but we, we started working the steps again. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's a lot of people getting up, man. What's going on over yeah. in the back there? <clears throat> uh, <laughs> no, it's all good. I got to pee a lot too. So, um, <clears throat> um, no, but but so so what what happened was, you know, we, we started I started doing the steps again, you know, and, and it was fresh. It was new and and this, this meeting, you know, and, and there's there's kind of nothing like it when you're at an AA meeting and I'm sitting there with probably fifteen old timers. There's probably four or five hundred years of maybe not that much. <laughs> it's a lot of dinosaurs. No, no. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sitting at this point loma. <laughs> Oh man, I'm crashing and burning here. Um, no, there, 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 there was, there was a good amount of old timers at this meeting. And you know what, it's kind of like diamonds when you're, when you're just getting going, you know, I was thir- probably 35, but, but I took all the little sayings, all the things they said and the life experience they had in, and, and selfishly, I'm able to use that as an edge in life. And that's a beauty of AA too, is that, you know, we're an eclectic group right here, you know, and, and, and they're able to reach out their hand, you know, and, um, and you're able to get, take that knowledge and, you know, and then obviously give it back too. But, but that was, um, something that I really treasure and cherish, you know, um, because, uh, I, like I said, left to my own devices, man, I make some really bad decisions, you know, and, and that, uh, I, 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 I use it. I still go to that meeting and, and, um yeah, just, just helping one another, you know, and, and is, is a beautiful thing. Um, so coming back around, uh, th- this, uh, this, this has happened again, you know, another, another, uh, part of the story is I think around six, six or seven years or yeah, six or seven years, maybe even eight, you know, I, the same, same thing happened. I'm, uh, I'm up at this retreat in Idaho, back to basics, amazing AA retreat and, get hit with a ton of bricks uh is kind of an unusual and pretty neat story that that I'm sitting there at this this bonfire pit there's probably forty guys and um it's the introduction of the, the the weekend retreat and there's a man older man that that walks across the the bonfire as the meeting's going on his name's Steve teakin um he he announces himself as that too <laughs> And he goes across the bonfire and he goes and kisses his other man almost on the lips. You know? And 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 what happened was something really something really happened for me. It was like it was like, I'm Christian, you're missing something here. You know? Because it was it was pure. The kiss was pure, and and what happened was I had realized I had another God shot was that at whatever it was, it was uh eight years or was that just that was this just just this year maybe that um that I had put my my children in my work ahead ahead of God and AA. And that's a scary spot, you know, because I had become restless and irritable and discontent again. You know, and, 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 when, when the meeting ended, you know, I went up to another big, big guy up there that's, that comes from the robber's roost is where that retreat, uh, branches from up there in San Marcos. I go up to this bigger biker guy, you know, and real just, just loving teddy bear now, you know, and just the transformation of what we go through. And I said, you know, Hey, I, I said, Hey, you know, I noticed that, um, Steve went over there and he, and he kissed, um, he kissed Mike, you know, and, and, and I started bawling. I started crying. I go, something's going on with me. What's happening to me? You know, why am I why am I getting all emotional about this? You know, and and um and that was a common thread at that retreat. You know, I noticed other things. I'd been on that retreat before, but different things popped out to me. You know, I noticed that, that, that same, that same guy that, that I, that I talked to, I noticed him get on his knees, you know, after the, after the breakfast in the, in the, in the woods right there and start praying, you know, I noticed these different things popped out, like, you know, that, that I had been missing along the way in my recovery. And what happened was at the end of the retreat, I, I went up to Steve and I, and I, and I said, Hey, you know, I, I noticed that you, that you kissed Mike, you know, at the beginning of the bonfire, you know, and I started bawling again. Every time I had mentioned that to someone, I started crying and I'm going, what what is going on with me, man? Why am I so emotional? And, um, he said, Christian, that was a holy kiss. And I said, what, what, what is that? You know, and I looked it up, research it, you know, and, and, and what it, what, what it is, is, you know, is a kiss blameless and, 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 you know, and, and whole and, and pure you know and and where i'm going with this is that for me it was it was that i had lost you know love for others and i lost love for myself again you know and i was i was putting my 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 work and my kids ahead of aa and god you know and 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 you know every time i put myself in the right spot with with aa i get another one of those one of those moments another one of those goosebump moments or one of those 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 tingling down the neck you know and and that was one of them that was another um, awakening, you know, at that time, going to that, bond, that, that retreat and, and experiencing that, you know, and, and, um, yeah, I, I just, I can't say enough about AA, you know, it's, it's, it's done wonders for me. You know, I was basically, you know, I was a drunk junkie, man. Is that's, that's what I was, you know, and, and, um, it's my dreams have, have gone, have, have surpassed, you know, I'm, I have now I have a thriving company. Um, you know, I've got five employees, you know, I got two beautiful kids, a beautiful wife. Um, you know, we live right down the street from here. You know, and it's pretty. I have to pinch myself sometimes because you know I lived in the hood of Oceanside. You know, and and um, I didn't. You know, I, I don't know. I feel like I didn't maybe deserve any of it. But uh, you know, with AA and the help of God and AA and and, and you guys, I've been given so much, man. And um, I just can't express the gratitude that I have. And, and if you are new, you know, it, it's, it's give it a shot, you know, I mean, really give it a shot. And, and, you know, the, the basic stuff, man, calling, calling somebody every day and, and hitting a meeting and getting real with that person, whoever you're calling and, um, you know, reaching out and, and, and doing the work and list really listening to, to, to what they say. Um, I, I still try to do that today. You know, I'm, I'm working on my prayer. Um, one of the things along the way is that I've always been really good at praying when I was in a really, really tough spot, <laughs> you know, but, but staying disciplined is as, as things have gone on, I, I, I get forgetful when things are going really good. You know, I forget to pray. And, and, you know, and I have to, I have to continually remember that, you know, and, um, <clears throat> you know, I got some good advice today from, from someone at, I get, my new home group now is uh rocket Riders right on, um, right in the morning here on, uh, at brother's restaurant at seven on Saturday or at nine on Saturday and, um, got some good advice there today. You know, somebody was telling me, you know, just to, just to let things happen, you know, and, and, and don't, don't be in your own will, you know, and, and, um, and that's the beauty of AA, man, and being at the means and putting yourself in the right spot, just, just the advice and the diamonds you get, man. I mean, you know, it's just like uh, I can't express my gratitude to that, you know, and um, we need those reminders, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, that's pretty much I don't know, how much time do I have here? <laughs> Okay. Um yeah, you know, I I uh, <clears throat> it's a good deal, man. You know, I, I um uh, thank you guys for, for letting me me uh share with you guys my story. Um and I'm just gonna keep doing what what's the next indicated step, man, you know, and, and I, I think I'll just keep getting the gifts, the promises and um you know, uh yeah, it's it's a good deal, um, and, it, and it's and it's not over. I got another five minutes. <laughs> Can you listen for five more minutes? Can I talk for five more minutes? No. Um, you know what? So 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 to 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 get current with you guys right now, um, I got a new sponsor. I go to Rocket Riders and I go to Diamond Street um, on Sunday morning at nine a.m. and Rocket Riders on Saturday morning at nine a.m. And my sponsor right now is in Japan. Right, he's uh, he's in Japan for seven weeks. So I had a couple of guys in my my new support group, and I was calling them all the time. and And one of them goes to Houston. My sponsor goes to Japan. I got a I get a little squirrely, you know. What I mean, I need to be in touch with with everybody. So how God works in my life too. I ended up speaking at South Bay pioneers meeting and I ran into my temporary sponsor right now, you know, and that's the beauty of the program, you know, just, there's always a hand out there to help. And, um, and he was able to come here and support me tonight. And, you know, uh, it's just one alcoholic helping another, you know, is really what it is. And, uh, yeah, you know, um, and, you know, and then my sponsor ends up calling me from Japan, you know, and he's a little squirrely over there, you know, just feeling a little down and, and I was able to help him out, you know, and, and, um, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's, you know, I have a lot of irons in the fire right now. Like I was sharing with you guys, having employees, having a business, having two little kids that four and seven years old being married, um, you know, AA gives me the, the, the tools to deal with all those things, right? Because if I don't have AA and I'm not staying connected, because typically the way I rolled before is I was an isolator, you know, I'm a lone wolf. I like to be, I like to go and do my own thing, you know, and, and, and going and being at a meeting regularly and, and staying connected has given me, you know, that ease and comfort that I used to get before, you know, the other way. And, um, yeah, I, I just, like I said, I can't say enough about it. Um, I'm going to keep coming back and, um, yeah, thank you guys for having me here, you know, and I really appreciate it. Um, that's all I got. Thanks.